everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Today we're going to be discussing nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted. And here we're going to be looking at part of the Bible that discusses where the Israelites had moved to Egypt and what happened there. So I'm going to be reading from Genesis 46 verses 31 and I'll go on to Genesis 47 verses 6. And I'll be reading the NIV version. I would encourage you to join me in reading the Bible. And in our usual fashion, we will discuss afterwards. So I go. Genesis 46 verse 31 Then Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and speak to Pharaoh and will say to him, My brothers and my father's household who were living in the land of Canaan have come to me. The men are shepherds. They tend livestock and they have brought along their flocks and herds and everything they own. When Pharaoh calls you in and asks, what is your occupation? You shall answer, your servants have tendered livestock from our boyhood on, just as our father did. Then you will be allowed to settle in the region of Goshen, for all the shepherds are detestable to the Egyptians. Chapter 47 verses 1 Joseph went and told Pharaoh, My father and brothers with their flocks and herds and everything they own have come from the land of Canaan and are now in Goshen. He chose five of his brothers and presented them before Pharaoh. Pharaoh asked the brothers, What is your occupation? Your servants are shepherds, they replied to Pharaoh, just as our fathers were. They also said to him, We have come to live here for a while because the farming is severe in Canaan and your servants' flocks have no pasture. So please let your servants settle in Goshen. Verses 3 of chapter 47. Pharaoh said to Joseph, your father and your brothers have come to you, and the land of Egypt is before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best of the land. Let them live in Goshen. And if you know any among them with special ability, put them in charge of my own livestock. And here, we are reading the part of the Bible that shows the whole Israelites, and there were about 68 in number that came to Canaan, plus Joseph's family, about 70, or but everybody combined with Joseph's family was 70 people. And they were trained to be shepherds from time. You all remember the story of Laban's house where Jacob was, you know, tendering to his livestock and his wages got changed 10 times. So they have significant experience, you know, in shepherding. And that's what, you know, they had done for the longest of times. And here in this story, we see the entry into Goshen, right? And there are so many reasons which are very clear and reason why they need to dwell in Goshen. And I would explain this in a different episode. Why Goshen? Is it just the fact that, you know, it was a well-educated land? What particularly was the reason why they were going to Goshen? But that would be in a different episode. But today, I want to discuss how God uses every single thing. Every experience, every hurt, every pain. Everything that you will call your life or my life for his will and for his purpose. So if you remember quite clearly that before Jacob went to um, Laban's house or ran away to Laban's house, the Bible referred to Jacob as a mild man, dwelling in tents, while his brother Esau was a hunter. Now, obviously he learned and honed, well not learned, maybe honed the skill in Laban's house. And I think that even that time, 
the whole process of him being a shepherd and his wages being changed 10 times would have probably made him frustrated to an extent of being a shepherd or turning to flock because one day he goes to work and he just keeps going changing obviously when he changes it's going down it's not going up right and so it could have left a bad taste in his mouth during that period but he still continued to be shepherds remember he got a significant part of the spotted you know flock right from Lebanon as well but you see God had a use for that specific skill even when he got to the land of Egypt now I do not think or I wouldn't have imagined that the land of Egypt and the way he was and the fact that you know shepherds were detestable to the Egyptians would be an occupation that they would have looked at to include, right? And because shepherds were detestable to Egyptians, you would imagine that um, shepherds would be seen as outcasts to Egyptians. And going into a new country, just imagine, let's think about it, going to a new country and you are doing an occupation or something that is detestable to the people, the indigents of the country, would be a loss to take on, right? And so I would imagine that Israel and his family would not have thought that perhaps our shepherding would be used. Yes, they brought their flocks and all that with them, but they probably thought maybe it's just going to be our family business. They didn't have thought that that occupation of shepherding, even though it was an abomination to the Egyptians, would still be used to ensure that they get the best of the land. And Joseph, and I will speak about this later as well, Joseph, rightly so, had the desire to settle his family in a land separate, to give them more space to grow, more capacity, you know, and all that, and we will discuss this more. And so that is there in Joseph's heart, right? The one thing that was also key for it to come to pass was the fact that because shepherding was an abomination to the Egyptians, as we read in the passage, they won't want to stay around shepherds and that will have given them a fantastic reason to stay away and here we also see in verses 6 that even Pharaoh was saying that if any of them has special skill they can be you know lord or they can be head over his own livestock as well so literally they are going into a country that they don't expect their skill to be needed or used because of the way they see shepherds and it was able to bring them the best of the land God will use everything. God uses everything. But sometimes we can just wonder, I'm like, God, like, how will God use this situation? Or use this experience? Or use this occupation? Or use this, you know, pain, hurt, frustration, right? I think that when we look at the story of Joseph in the Bible, there are so many things that happened that did not make sense initially. But God ended up using for his glory. Not just even here, even just looking back, looking at the prison season, the fact that Joseph went through seasons, the hurt and pain he went through, the frustrations of changing seasons, everything God had used because in the position that he got, he needed all those experiences to shape him to the man that he needed to be, to be where God had put him, to do the work God has given him to do. And so God will use everything. It can be hard to understand from where we stand, but because all we are seeing may be the situation and the frustrations and all that is happening around. But in God's view, He is taking us through a specific path, you know, experience, pain, hurt, frustration, occupation for the purpose He has predestined for myself and yourself. And He sees and knows how it will be done. There's a lot of trusting needed as we walk with God.
submitting to all he's asking us to do, no matter how insensible to us or insignificant or huge, whatever it is to us, we're just submitting to it. The learnings that are required are so key. People always say that things like, oh, well, um, I felt in my heart to do this and it didn't work out. And maybe from where we sit, it hasn't worked out to us. And we say, oh, it did not work out. But what I always ask myself and ask the question is, how do you know that it didn't work out? What were the learnings that God was teaching in the, in the situation? Because when we see things from that lens, we will not be so focused on result orientation. It is more of even learning the process of getting to where God is carrying us to. The reason why God may say call somebody may not be to answer some of your needs. It may be just to help the person. The reason why God may say apply for this show, maybe he wants to hone your interview skills, not necessarily getting the job. There are so many ways to look at these things. But the key thing is that we need to trust God and submit to his leading, submit to his will constantly. Even when it's not what we expect or we don't get what we expect, we know that we are going according to his purpose and plan for us. It is so, so paramount. Nothing is wasted with God. Nothing is wasted. No experience, no conversation, nothing. No matter how insignificant we think it is or how huge it is or how painful or frustrating it is, Everything is used. Everything is shaping you, molding me, molding me to who God wants us to be. Because you see, our God is good. He is God and He's a master plan. Honestly, I still get mind blown by how God plans and predestined. It's still it's still something that just fascinates me constantly. And I believe that even reading the story of Joseph, the way God has opened it to me, it's just so fascinating how God is, that God is so amazing. Nothing is wasted. Absolutely nothing. Let's continue to trust him because nothing is wasted. Absolutely nothing. So thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. And I just pray right now that wherever we are in life, whatever concerns we have in our hearts, whatever worries, fears, disappointments, frustrations it may be, God would open our eyes to see what he's doing for us in those situations and lead us to learn what he needs us to learn in this situation that we come out of it doing what God has asked us to do learning the things God has asked us to learn in every area of our lives and trusting him continuously constantly in every day and letting him to lead and direct us in every way of our life in Jesus mighty name I pray Amen thank you for listening to me today God bless you I love you bye